Hello and welcome. So happy that you are joining me today for our part two series in the autumn wellness tips and tricks that we're sharing. Today, we're going to talk through the lens of a Eastern healing modality called Ayurveda. I'm really excited about today's show because Ayurveda is one of my obsessions. I practice a lot of Ayurvedic style life lifestyle things, and it has brought me so much healing. So I'm excited to share with you. So Ayurvedic medicine is one of the world's oldest holistic healing systems, and it was developed more than 3,000 years ago in India. It's based on the belief that health and wellness depend on a delicate balance between the mind, body, and spirit. Its main goal is to promote good health, not fight disease. But treatments can be geared toward specific health problems. In the U.S., it's considered a form of complementary and alternative medicine. And those who practice Ayurveda believe every person is made up of five basic elements found in the universe, space, air, fire, water, and earth. These combine in the human body to form three life forces or energies that they call doshas. These doshas control how your body works. And there are the vata dosha, which is ruled by space and air, pitta dosha, which is ruled by fire and water, and kapha dosha, which is Uh, controlled by water and earth. Everyone inherits a unique mix of all three doshas, but one is usually stronger than the others. Each one controls different body functions, and it's believed that your chances of getting sick and health issues you develop over time are linked to the balance of your doshas. So one of the things that Ayurveda considers incredibly important for overall health and preventative medicine is a seasonal routine. It's the cornerstone cornerstone of good health year-round. And balancing the nature of your local climate with lifestyle choices that offset your potential seasonally induced imbalances to your doshas is a really simple way, actually, to protect your well-being. And we're going to go through some of those today. First, we need to talk about the vata season. Vata season is autumn and winter. And these it's characterized by like dry, light, cold, rough, subtle, mobile, clear attributes. And when balanced, Vata really helps us be alert and quick-minded and we're super flexible and we're wonderfully creative. However, when Vata gets out of balance, it can become really restless and it can make us prone to fatigue and irritability and interrupted sleep amongst many other things. But autumn is especially vata. So we can find that we might start getting dry, itchy skin. Our hair might become more brittle. Our lips may start splitting. Our skin may crack. We might get dandruff. We might have all these digestive issues that sort of start up like bloating, gas, constipation, heartburn. Dehydration is more common this time of year. And also just poor circulation. And so that's it's really important to in the ayurvedic world to recognize that this time of year is vata season and we can reduce this vata and counteract its imbalance by adding more qualities of the other doshas the pitta and the kapha doshas to our daily life this means 
that we need to bring in more moisture and warmth and nice calming energy into our daily routines. It's just that autumn is so classic vata. It's just windy. It's dry. It's Things are becoming brittle. The leaves on the trees are falling. They're brittle and dry. Nature is reflecting what is also happening in our bodies. So it's a really fascinating system. So one of the things, there's so many things we can do, and many of us already adopt a lot of seasonally appropriate habits already without even being conscious of doing it. For instance, like, you know, in the summer, you, we really like to eat salads. We enjoy watermelon. We enjoy like these cooler sort of abundance so that the heat intensity doesn't get to us as easily. But in October, November, most of us are like craving pumpkin bread and soups and just foods that are naturally subdue the dry, light, and erratic nature of fall. So just by making diet and lifestyle choices counter the effects of each season, you can really maintain your internal sense of equilibrium and health throughout the year. So in Ayurveda, there's a very important principle that opposites balance each other out. So Vata season will be a lot less aggravating to you if you fill it with warmth, oiliness, deep nourishment, loving relationships, and most importantly, a sense of stability. So routine is key here so that we can stay grounded through this season. A powerful way to do this is through our diets and what we choose to eat. We often want to start increasing our food intake in the fall, but it's really something to be careful about and try to make sure you don't overeat. In Ayurveda, there's a trick they have that when you're eating, once you burp once, that means you should stop. And if you burp twice, then there's no more space in your stomach. So that's really a fun way to figure out if you're overeating. It's a clue from your body so that you don't overstuff your stomach and your digestive system. So try that out when you're eating and see what happens. I started doing that over the summer and it was really amazing. I had a lot of digestive issues that stopped happening because I stopped overeating. It was really cool. So obviously we want to eat nourishing and oily foods that are high in protein, high in fat, Uh, the ones that use warming, stimulating spices, making sure we serve food that is hot. And it's just these few simple things that will maintain our internal reserves of moisture and keep us grounded through Vata season. So a few other tips to consider are to favor the sweet, sour, and salty tastes. And in general, eat mushy, soft foods and garnish them generally with ghee or oil. Ghee is just clarified butter that they use in Ayurveda. We don't eat too much sugar because it can inhibit the immune system, but using sweet flavors like cinnamon and vanilla are just wonderful for overall health in autumn and winter. Breakfast should look like cooked grains, so oatmeal, tapioca. This one I've gotten really into lately, and it's so awesome for breakfast, cooked with some coconut milk and caramelized bananas. It is amazing, y'all. Tapioca is my new favorite thing. Um, Cream of rice and cream of wheat. I actually eat cream of buckwheat because I'm gluten-free, and it's amazing. So I highly recommend. 
lunches and our dinners should include steamed vegetables, hearty grains, soups, and stews. Those are all grounding and moisturizing. If you eat meat and eggs, this is actually the best time of year to enjoy them. It's best to still eat them in moderation. And dairy products are actually really popular in Ayurveda, as are nuts and seeds this time of year. I just recommend people drink A2 milk instead of A1 milk if you can find it in your area because it is less inflammatory. So A2 milk, check it out. And, you know, eat what's in season for the most part. Like nature creates this already perfect system that if we follow it, we'll be in good hands. So squash, sweet potatoes, pumpkins, beets, carrots, apples, all of these things are just warming and nourishing this time of year. You really want to reduce your consumption of raw veggies, cold frozen foods, as well as as the bitter, pungent, and astringent tastes. And it's just, it's best to minimize anything that's like light and cooling and drying, like foods like broccoli and cabbage, cauliflower, sprouts, leafy greens, white potatoes, beans, popcorn, crackers, dried fruit. If you do eat these foods, just eat them in moderation and make sure they're soaked, they're well cooked, and serve it with ghee if you have it. So those are kind of the main takeaways in terms of food and how and what to eat. And just eating on a regular schedule, eating at the same time each day. In Ayurveda, they really want you to eat around 7 in the morning for breakfast and about 4 to 5 hours after each meal. And not really eating any later than 5.30, 6, because you want plenty of time before you go to bed to have digestive time. So another great thing, which is sort of what we're talking about leads into this is practicing a daily routine and really sticking to some kind of schedule that works for you. It's one of the most effective ways to support Vata because routines are grounding and Vata is ruled by air. So we float, we fly, we can get a little ungrounded when a Vata gets imbalanced or when we're in the Vata season of autumn. So try to do the same things, waking up, exercising, eating meals, going to bed at roughly the same times each day. It sets a tone for your day and it just helps to really bring a sense of well-being to our body's nervous system, which this time of year get a little out of whack, especially with getting less sun. Some of us get less exercise. So it's vital to reignite our daily routine. I know I really need to do this. I totally fall out of a routine in the summer because it's just like run around season and enjoy the light and the sun and your friends and being outdoors. So it's kind of nice in the autumn. I like actually going internal and it getting a little darker and a little cooler because I tend to have better routines. So one of my favorite routines in the winter is self-massage. In Ayurveda, this practice is actually called Abhyanga and it's incredible for calming the nervous system, awakening your tissues, grounding your energy. And it's classically performed before you bathe. So you warm some sesame or almond oil or whatever oil you love. I love a jojoba oil. That's what I use. And you place it in a bottle. You put it in a bowl of hot water for five or 10 minutes. And then you apply the warm oil from head to toe, massaging it into your skin and your scalp. It's so nourishing and you want to let this oil seep into your skin for at least 20 minutes or so before rinsing off in the shower or bath. And you don't really want to like use a lot of soap just where you're, where it's needed, but you really want the warm water to steam and help your pores open. So you deeply absorb this oil. And you know, if you're in a hurry, 
Massaging a little bit into arms and legs and your torso post-shower can be helpful, but it's really best if you can do it before a shower. It's also really lovely to add some sweet, calming essential oils so you can lessen feelings of anxiety and stabilize your whole system this time of year. Keep your blend really simple. Just use three or four essential oils. A few of my favorite are ginger and cardamom, sweet orange, rosewood, lavender, sandalwood, and vetiver I like, but vetiver is like a sedative for me. So if you like vetiver, it's a wonderful one this time of year, but if you're sensitive, move cautiously and just like use a very small amount. Another great thing we can do in the autumn to put into our routine is gentle yoga, about 10 to 15 minutes a day. Also like a little meditation is amazing for our sense of stability and wellness. In your asana practice, you really want to favor vata pacifying yoga. Warm up slowly and include some joint rotations. So really roll the shoulders, roll your neck, rotate wrists, ankles, knees, and hips before you start stretching. This is going to move synovial fluid into the joint and make it a safer way for you to do yoga. Move with a lot of intention and fluidity. You want to keep grounding your hands and feet on the mat as much as possible and avoid jumping between postures in your yoga practice. Some of my favorite flows to or things to add into my flow during this time of year are gentle, relaxed sun salutations, standing and balancing poses like mountain pose the warrior poses, tree pose for increasing stability and strength and grounding. I love using cat, cow, and child's pose to connect to the earth. And legs up the wall is probably one of my favorite gentle inversions and restorative poses that is amazing for this time of year. I'll just do it in bed against the wall before I go to sleep because it's really helpful for inducing sleep. Um, And then just make sure you really leave time for Shavasana. Really cover yourself, stay warm, be present in a relaxed state with your breathing. It's a really important one to do in the fall. So other than that, there's a couple other Ayurvedic staples that I want to just touch on. One is we want to try and keep things moist. It's a very drying time of year. And we're spending more time inside. There's allergies, indoor air is frequently dry, and this leads to nasal congestion or irritation. So according to Ayurveda, delicate mucous membranes of the nostrils and sinuses, as well as the tubes in our ears, really need more lubrication to remain healthy in the drier fall and winter months. And one way to combat this is actually through nasal irrigation is what it's called, using a neti pot. Readily available in pharmacies. They're all over the place now. Neti pods are used to gently flush out allergens and congestions with like a very mild saline solution. Now, if you suffer from chronic nosebleeds or like excessive dryness of nostrils, or you have a deviated septum, it's really best to skip this practice as it can make those conditions worse. So that's one thing to really note about netties, doing neti. Another way to keep your nasal passages moist and actually improve immunity and ward off germs is to practice what Ayurveda calls nasya. It's the practice of lubricating the nasal passageways with oil. You really want to actually buy a medicated nasya oil. I'll put a link in my show notes to the one I like. 
and you just use one or two drops on your pinky finger and you gently massage the inner rim of the nostril and then you inhale deeply to draw the oil upward into the sinuses. It's really, really good for also like different pain, like headaches, migraines, insomnia, and emotional stress. So nausea is amazing. I really recommend nausea in the winter. Obviously, the other thing that's super important is sleep and adequate sleep during this time of year helps counteract sort of the lively moving vata energy. So it's essential for anyone in any season who wants to enhance immunity and resist disease, obviously, but this time of year can make it a little bit harder. So just do basic good night hygiene. So avoid too much stimulation and activity after 8 p.m. Pre-bedtime, set aside at least an hour for distraction-free time. Turn off the TV and electronics and try to engage in like more relaxing activities, perhaps reading a book or having a hot bath. They really, in Ayurveda, want you to go to bed by 10 p.m., no later. If the best quality sleep comes between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. These are hours that are called pitta time. And it's what it's when your body can best recharge your batteries to help you build what they call prana, which is your energy, like your life force energy. You want to try to get eight to nine hours of sleep every night. It's especially important in the fall and early winter to help keep Bata balanced. And if you tr- struggle to fall asleep or you have some insomnia, there's a bedtime tonic that Ayurveda has. It's really delicious. And you drink it about 30 minutes before bed and you take a little bit of nutmeg about, about an eighth of a teaspoon, at, which actually is sort of like a natural tranquilizer. You put it in half a cup warm milk, or you can use almond milk. That's what I do, or whatever milk you prefer. And you can add a little bit of raw honey to sweeten it. And you drink that, and it's like, good night. You are going to be knocked out. It's amazing. If you do that, and then you put your legs up the wall before bed, you're going to have an amazing night's sleep. <laughs> so... Vata is very easily aggravated by fast, mobile activities. So we want to go slower and gentler, like we were talking about with our yoga practice. So some other forms of exercise that are just really great this time of year, walking, hiking, swimming, uh, Tai Chi is a really great one, just done at a gentler intensity than you might do like in the summer. So you want to kind of exercise at about 50 to 70% of your capacity Try and try to breathe through your nose the entire time. We know mouth breathing is actually really bad for us even when we're exercising. So it's challenging, but try it out and see if you can start to train yourself to just breathe through your nose. And you just want to balance activity with adequate relaxation. That's really important. Relaxation and sleep. So your tissues can rejuvenate properly. So yeah, that's a few of the tips in Ayurveda's kind of whole, not their whole repertoire. I mean, Ayurveda is very complicated and deep and amazing, and it's been around for so many centuries that it can get very complicated. So I truly was trying in this episode to narrow things down and keep some simple, easy to use ideas so that you can just feel like your best self. And I've done a lot of these it's really helpful, even if you just pick one or two tips from this episode to incorporate each day, you will see a difference. What's most important is not how much you can do, but just doing a couple things that really nourish you each day. That's what's important is the consistency. That is what's going to help ground us, keep us in our routines, 
and just help us feel better overall throughout this wonderful season. So if you enjoyed these tips and tricks, please shoot me a comment. I'd love to hear what was a great takeaway for you, what you found helpful and kind of what you are incorporating. So please share and I will see you all in a couple weeks. There is going to be a bonus episode for all my members on Ko-Fi. And we're going to talk about autumn wellness from the Chinese perspective. And I have a wonderful guest joining me, one of my amazing team members here at Soul Vibration Wellness. Her name is Maddie. Some of you may know her. Um, she's incredible. And yeah, we're going to talk Chinese medicine and it's going to be really fun. So if you're a member, you can check that out. We'll have that up next Tuesday, but for everyone else, I will see you in two more weeks and we will be chatting about, I actually don't know yet. So if you guys have a suggestion, please let me know. And until then, please take good care.